Welcome to That's Good Sports, I am Brandon. In my next life, I'm going to try and be as uncontroversial as Rob Lowe Perna. Hi everyone, it's me, Rob Lowe. A real guy who just loves a cold beer and is a fan of NFL. Not the teams, not the players, just NFL and all the guys who work really hard in the league office. My favorite player is literally Roger Goodell's accountant, me, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is basically the anti-Frank Clark, who gave maybe the best post-game interview we've seen since Richard Sherman. Come here, he ran for 70 yards, they call him the best rusher in the league, we sit in this home early. They must not know who I am yet, they gonna find out sooner or later when I got that ring on my finger. At the end of the day, we champions, AFC, that trophy that got my own the last name on it, that the KC. KC, ain't no fall off. Last year, jump off sides, all that. I told him when I got here, the was gonna change. Look at the we the best Frank Clark, proudly keeping the bleeper in business in 2020. Now the 49ers ran the ball down the Packers' gullets for 286 total yards in their 37-20 NFC Championship victory. Jimmy Garoppolo got the win over Rodgers by completing Six passes. I'll review that game plus nosedive like Ryan Tannehill into some NFL happenings. That's good. Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Now I found the best meaningless stat on NFL Reddit. Super Bowl 54 will be the first Super Bowl to not feature CJ Anderson or LeGarrette Blunt in seven years. They both switched teams to the Eagles and the Rams late in their career to get back to the big game and make that streak. But sadly, both of their careers ended after playing their last snap with the Detroit Lions. Detroit, home of where all great running backs end their careers early. Now, that led me to discover another stat. The best way to get your team to the Super Bowl in the NFC is to hire and then fire Chip Kelly, something the Eagles and now the 49ers have mastered. And I'm really surprised the Washington Potatoes didn't try the same strategy. Now, many players attended the Conor McGregor UFC fight over the weekend and in a show of solidarity, collectively tried to make the peace sign cool again. There was some bad news though for Tom Brady. He accidentally looked Mark Davis directly in the eyes. And when Mark Davis does this, you no longer are the owner of your soul. And this was the very moment Tom Brady realized his deal with the devil is officially over and Satan's number one fallen angel and soul collector was out to collect on Tom's debt of six Super Bowls. Shout out to Baker Mayfield, who was also at the fight and drew more attention to his head than Rob Lowe by wearing the revolutionary Urban Sombrero, of course developed by Elaine Bennis while she was temporarily in charge of the J. Peterman catalog. Miles Garrett was also in attendance to scout uh, his next opponent. By now, you should be abreast of the news that the Chiefs ended their 50-year Super Bowl drought. That was the fourth longest Super Bowl drought in the league. The New York Jets have a 51-year drought. The Jets were the first AFC team to win a Super Bowl back at Super Bowl III. The Chiefs got it the next year. 
the Browns and Lions are tied with a 54-year Super Bowl drought. And I know, I know I am supposed to hate Patrick Mahomes, but knowing that his real life is a horror show? <laughs> I see, I now see that all he has is football. Packers 49ers, a blowout covered by some garbage time points. Now I can't confirm this, but I think the 49ers finally are not upset they didn't draft Aaron Rodgers. How disappointed are you that you will not be a, a 49er? No. Kyle Shanahan's squad became the third team to reach a Super Bowl after winning just four games the previous season. From Adam Shefty on Twitter, they joined the 88 Bengals and the 99 Rams and become the first team to have a tight end to wear a Jimmy Garoppolo nearly nude combine t-shirt in a championship press conference. I got this in my locker the same day. I just didn't show you guys because I was saving it for a special occasion. So I think it's pretty good. You even signed it. So this qualifies a special occasion. Yeah, I guess. This game belonged to Raheem Mostert and the 49ers rushing attack. On the Niners' second drive, Mostert got loose down the sideline for a 36-yard touchdown to give the Santa Clara Niners the quick lead. They mixed in some passes to Debo Samuel early, just so Jimmy Garoppolo would have some numbers on his stat line, but just generally, they moved the ball at will on the ground. Raheem Mostert had the game of his life in the most important game of his life. Raheem Mostert set a 49ers record for the Mostertist rushing touchdowns in a single playoff game. Four Tucker Puckers from 36, 9, 18, and 22 yards out. He's the first player in NFL history to rush for four Tuggle Buggles in a championship game. And the last player to run for four in the postseason was the playoffs best tradition, LeGarrette Blunt in 2013. Everybody thinks Mostert is just another running back that Kyle Shanahan picked out of nowhere. But Mostert has actually been with the 49ers longer than Shanahan, which just furthers the evidence Chip Kelly is a master at building Super Bowl teams. Chip Kelly is like a gelding or a castrated horse brought in to excite the mar so the stud can then go in and impregnate her. Yeah, the Packers on the other hand just really couldn't do shit. They were physically dominated on both sides of the line, line of scrimmage. Richard Sherman didn't follow Devontae Adams around, but no one else was able to get any separation. Aaron Rodgers hit on most of his passes, but they were all short routes. Rodgers didn't take any chances downfield. As a seven-point underdog, you should be taking huge chances. And even when they got down in this game, every pass was short to Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams. It felt like the Packers played conservative. And I'm talking Ronald Reagans of the gridiron conservative. And when the other team can just run the ball and limit your opportunities to score, you have to unzip, zip, and go balls out. But the Pack... They packed it in. They packed it in and it did not pay off. I mean, the 49ers went into halftime with a 27 to zero lead. I thought if anyone though could score four unanswered touchdowns with exactly one dangerous receiver against a Kyle Shanahan team, it's a quarterback wearing the number 12. Holding the Packers to zero points for a half did not stop Darrell Revis from talking shit about Richard Sherman mid-game after he allowed one pass to Devontae Adams. 
Revis made fun of Sherman for being one of the best zone corners ever, and Sherman responded after the game by saying he wasn't going to address Revis and then insulted him for being bad in his ninth season. Revis said he led the league in turnovers in his ninth year, and then Sherman pointed out Revis never touched the ball in the postseason, even though Revis has three picks in the playoffs. Both players showed they're about as good at fact-checking as flat earthers or Christians against dinosaurs. We haven't seen feuding corners like this since that episode of Property Brothers where Jonathan couldn't decide which corner of the room to put in the multifunctional cabinets. Talk about a ratings juggernaut that was. There's nothing more off-putting than seeing an adult man insulting a football player because he has nothing better to do. It's like grow up and stop insulting pro athletes. Tom Brady is apparently open-minded as to where he could play next. Hey Tom, maybe you should open your mind to the fact that you suck. Oh fuck. Green Bay basically waited until they were down 34 to seven to let loose. Rodgers hit a long seam pass to Jimmy Graham, which set up a short touchdown run. Then that deep, deep one to Adams, which led to a touchdown pass to Jace Sternberger. I'm looking forward to when the Sternbergers is battling the Wahlbergers for burger supremacy in America. Andy Reid's other Super Bowl. There were about 15 minutes where it looked like the Packers might have a chance to make a comeback. But the 49ers got real clutch and drove down the field for a Robbie Gold field goal to give themselves a 17 point lead with three minutes left in the game. Pretty similar to the Chiefs Titans game, except instead of people who marry their cousins, it's the people who designed the app where they met their cousin wife. To which I say, God bless the USA where we're all the same level of fucked up no matter where we live. Richard Sherman got the game ending interception, which is a little ironic because he caused the game ending interception in the 2013 NFC Championship game against the 49ers. The Niners are headed to their seventh Super Bowl in team history, which I will note is still one less appearance than the Broncos. And the golden rule in the NFL is who cares who wins the Super Bowl once you get there? Although if the Niners win, they will tie the Patriots and Steelers with six Super Bowl victories. Now we embrace the fact that Super Bowl 54 will be filled with more red than the red wedding being watched in a women's bathroom at a Bloody Mary bar during a blood moon. It's the best air attack in the NFL versus the most balanced team in the league. I love the matchup because the 49ers front has a real chance to slow the Chiefs. They did sack Aaron Rodgers three times in the championship game and have faced Russell Wilson twice already this season. He's the one quarterback who plays the game closest to Patrick Mahomes. The rudest move the 49ers made was destroying the Packers without a single catch for Emmanuel Sanders, who Aaron Rodgers desperately could have used in his offense. Jimmy G channeled his inner Tannehill throwing 77 yards on eight attempts with one pass to George Kittle and again 220 yards from Raheem, the real dream Mostert. I just hope that the 49ers don't get cursed by a guy named Raheem whose last name is a determiner pronoun, meaning additional, greater, or greatest in amount or degree, like when Raheem Moore cost the Broncos in their postseason. So keep coming back. I'll have Super Bowl preview videos. I'm gonna try to think of some really good Super Bowl 
stuff to make. XFL videos will be dropping this week and next week, so. Did you, were you, could you watch it this time? Jesus, Lord, mother of all that is holy. I may have to reconsider my whole life. Uh, no big deal. If you'd like to subscribe, this might be the last time you ever get to watch one of these. Good, good golly. Good golly. Thanks for anybody who watched more than once. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. <laughs>